pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. We have some business to do. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the Fantasy Frenzy here at the First Pick Podcast. Week 6 edition. Looking forward to it, so let's just get right into it at BiggestBoss76 on Twitter, on Instagram. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and also Google Music, which we just added. Where can they find you, Vince, and where can they find the podcast? You can find me at Vinny Goombots on Twitter and Instagram at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The First Pick Pod. Please go and follow those platforms, guys. Uh, We're putting out good content, some funny stuff. Uh, That's where we release when we're putting up an episode um, or if there's breaking news, funny memes, uh, fantasy information, uh, betting information, Anything, check those out, man, uh, and interact with us. It's a good way of getting a hold of us and, and, and uh, you know, talking smack maybe if you want to also. I have no problem with that. Let's Don't, get right. Well, go ahead. What you about to say, my I bad. was just going to say, I, fantasy, I was telling you earlier, the only place that I feel like anger is useful or fun is when it comes to this stupid stuff. Like, if I, I could be in the most serious unbelievably life-changing situation and i'm not going to be emotional about it but when it comes to like fantasy sports mm-hmm. i get so fired up because in my mind it doesn't really matter so it's fun to dig into some of those things and argue with people about players that it, it doesn't really matter in life so it's one of my favorite things but let's keep it moving bro what's up getting right into it waiver ads for week six we're going to give you one from each position kev's going to get one i'm gonna get one Kev, start us off at the quarterback position. Who are you looking to add? This is going to surprise you. It is. Because I believe, well, I know that you believe this guy is trash bags. Oh, God. Like he is just a leaky trash bag. Don't do it. But. Don't say it. Kirk Cousins. Oh, my God. Is one of the best pickups right now. Oh, my God. Yo. I'm done. Wait, 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 wait. Not just now. For the next four weeks. You can start Kirk Cousins. I'll say three out of the next four weeks, you can start Kirk Cousins. On his schedule, he has Philadelphia, Detroit, Washington, and Kansas City all in a row. They're going to go off. They're going to kill Philadelphia. I'm not talking about in the game or points. I'm just talking about passing the football. Yeah, because they ain't going to be able to run. Right. So, uh, you know, it's going to be, they're going to have a good day there. Detroit has a good defense, so I'm not going to say that. But Philadelphia, Washington, and Kansas City, I would get Kirk Cousins on your team. If you have bye weeks over the next four weeks, he is the guy to pick up for you guys. He has great receivers, and he's going up against three of the worst pass defenses that we've seen so far this year in the NFL. Go ahead. What you got, Vince? My quarterback would be, I actually can't disagree with that. Um, And then looking at Kansas City and Washington, he's coming off his best game of the season, 306 in the air and two touchdowns, 22.5 fantasy points. And I said something to you uh, before we even started the show. I told you I threw Kirk Cousins in a DFS lineup. He did. So, uh, And he actually won me a, a little coffee. He want me a little pumpkin spice. You know what I mean? So I'll take it. I don't think that's actually a bad one. 
I'm going to go with something that kind of makes me vomit a little bit, but I got to be honest. Josh Allen. He's only owned in 53.2% of fantasy leagues. Now, he's got the bye week coming up. This isn't going to be something. This is, I don't have one for a short-term, you know, in, you're in a jam situation. This is, uh, you know, going to be a guy coming out to bye. Week six, bye week. Week seven, Miami Dolphins. This guy hasn't unleashed yet, so to say. He had 219 and two touchdowns, 21 points against Tennessee, which me and Kevin both know that's a good defense. Coming out the bye week, going to be fresh, no more banged up. You know what I mean? He went through the concussion protocol. He's got Miami. He'll drop a 25-burger, possibly even higher on that. And then after that, he's got Philly and Washington. Like, come on. That's just an easy lineup. Add Josh Allen, and that's coming from a diehard Jeff fan who hates the Buffalo Bills. Kev, what you got going on for the running back position? Ish Smith. He is a really, really good running back pickup. If you are looking for a running back right now on the waiver wire, you're having a really tough time because the only thing right now in 12-team leagues are handcuffs. That's most of the time what is left on the bench. But Ish Smith is getting some touches here in the Falcons' backfield. They're getting a lot of their offense from there between him and Devontae Freeman catching the ball. Ish Smith had five carries for 19 yards versus Houston, but he also has six catches for 45 yards and 11 points. That's what you're looking for in a bye week. You give me yeah. 10, 11, 12 points in my bye week when, when I'm stuck and I picked you up off the waiver wire, I'm more than happy. His schedule moving forward is Arizona, the Rams, Seahawks, then they have a bye, then New Orleans. So it's not the greatest, you know, it's not the best either. It, it, it's right in the middle, but if you're really looking for somebody and you're stuck, I would I would go with Ish Smith. Ironically, I'm, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Kev gave you guys all the, all the good stuff on Ish Smith there. And, uh, you know, this team seems like they're going to be trailing a lot. And that, that could mean a lot of, you know, two-minute drills at the end of the half or two-minute drills at the end of the game. And sometimes if you're deep, if you you know your deep threats aren't open, you're just doing small dump offs. And in fantasy, you don't care about that because every time it's a small dump off, boom, that's a point. Boom, that's a point. Boom, that's a point. Last week he had 12.4 fantasy points, and um, I'm also on board with Ish Smith for a waiver ad for week six. Going to the wide receiver, Kev, what do you got? I said, Kiki, do you love me? Hey. Are you riding? Oh. I'm just saying. The next three games for Houston, Deshaun Watson is going to tear these next three teams apart. You have Kansas City, you have Indianapolis, and you also have Oakland. I think they're going to be able to put up some points against these teams and get down the field, which I think opens it up to Kiki. He had 10 points in this game. Uh, He had 10 points in the game yesterday. They obviously threw a lot. They scored 53 points. So, you know, that does a lot for him, given the fact how much they threw the ball. But I still think he's going to start getting back into that mode. The last time Kiki played in the last season, he had 110 yards in a playoff game. Mm -hmm. He was being used. And he's starting to get back into the flow. They're going to start throwing the ball more. And I think they have three opponents where they might be able to throw the football on him. I like that. I got to make a disclaimer. Because everybody's going to be like, yeah, man, yeah, I know. I'm going Homer here. But there's a lot of doubt on this guy, and I get it. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Rob, only owned in 51.7% of fantasy leagues. People are dropping this dude left and right, rightfully so. His best game this year, Kev, four receptions, no touchdowns, 81 yards, and 12 points. 
He doesn't have a touchdown on the season yet. But let me tell you guys something. After Dallas and New England, both tough matchups against the defense, this guy has not played with his starting quarterback except for week one. After that, the schedule opens up. Jacksonville, Miami, Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami again. Jeez, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Kev. You see what I'm talking about? I'm with Listen, you. you get this guy. He's going for the cheap right now. Get him on the low, low. If he's not on the waiver wire, maybe you trade for him. But get this guy because when you need those wins, I just gave you guys the lineup. Robbie Anderson is going to be back with Sam Darnold, and he's going to be getting you guys some points. Kev, we're going to that that dark area in the. We're going to that dark <laughs> in the area Lion in King. the in the Sudan. Okay, in the <laughs> desert. There's only one tree in the desert, and underneath that tree is some shade, and that's what we like to call the tight end area. What do you got there? Gerald Everett. I think everybody's going to be on this guy's team. He seems to actually be worked into the offense. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like an accident that he's having these games. I think they're starting to notice that how teams are playing them, and it seems to be leaving Gerald Everett open You know, for some of these pickups. I'm going to try to pick him up in every league where I can. I'm sad because I, I – Every Sunday, I look at the waiver wire, and I try to be the last guy to pick up the guy who maybe has some long-term looks, you know, maybe has some long-term stock value, Uh, and I I missed it this week. I always try to grab that. It does put you at the end of the waiver wire, but if I hit the right guy, it won't matter. So so I do try to play. I try to do that a good amount, but I missed on Gerald Everett because all the other receivers that are there, he's obviously the best tight end left on uh, on this. And I also see Jack Doyle, so I'll just throw his name in there because... Because he's old faithful, he catches the ball, and they don't have great receivers in Indianapolis. That's all I got. My waiver wire ad is going to be from the tight end position. It's going to sound weird, y'all. Geoff Swam. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Uh, I believe he used to play with Dallas. I'm not sure. He's only owned in point. 2% of fantasy football leagues. And the reason why is because he was the backup tight end to James O'Shaughnessy of the Jacksonville Jaguars. James O'Shaughnessy tore his ACL yesterday and he's going to be done for the year. This guy's actually ranked 34 out of all the tight ends. That's higher than some big names out there. And he's been consistent. Four receptions, three receptions, one, three, and one. Again, the one and the one, that's not what you want to see. This is going to be a guy that you could use for your bench. But there is no more James O'Shaughnessy, so he will be the starting tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he already has some kind of rapport with Gardner Minshew. Um, Kev, anything for the defense? Actually, your Jets is the best defense left out of all the defenses on the bench. Despite the Jets obviously not winning games that much and being down so many guys in their last few weeks, they've gotten five. They were on a bye week, and the week before that, they had 15 versus New England. That was because they were able to return that. Uh, the, the backup quarterback came in, and they were able to pick that Jamal off and Adams. take it back. But we don't care about that in fantasy. We just care about <laughs> no, as long as you get it, long as you get it. But uh, they seem to be the best defense available. If you want to take them, go ahead. I would probably stay away from that especially with Dallas being coming up next here they're coming off two losses to New Orleans mm-hmm. and and then my Green Bay Packers they're going to come in pissed off and I think they're going to try to put up as many points as they possibly can yeah I agree um now this is I, I'm going to say that that that's one that you want to do for long term because I read you guys a list I'll go through it real quick again after Dallas and New England Jacksonville Miami Giants, Washington Oakland Cincinnati Miami again this defense is ranked ninth in the league right now after Dallas and 
the Patriots, they might still be on the waiver wire because why would anybody pick them up? Right. So that might be something you guys want to use um, in the listener league. I already did that this year. Uh, I already did that this week because I already knew what was coming. And my other one, my waiver pickup of the week, the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I know. I know. They're terrible. They're ranked right now at 27th in the league, but they're taking on the Miami Dolphins. And Kevin and I said coming into this year that they were a good defense. They actually got 10 points against the New York Giants, and the Giants got a lot more talent than the Dolphins do. So uh, I'm starting the Washington Redskins defense this week against the Miami Dolphins. And uh, that'll wrap it up for our waiver ads for this week. We will be right back with With It or Against It. We are back, and we're back with the week sit, with the week six, with it or against it. Big Kev, get us started. Kyler Murray taking on the Falcons. The Falcons stink. I've been telling you guys all year, I love Kyler Murray. The guy came alive last week. He had 10 rushes for 93 yards. He let everybody know that he is still one of the best athletes on the field. He's going to be able to throw against this defense. He's going to be able to avoid the pass rush. Kyler Murray, I'm with it. I'm going to stick to the same game, Kev. Maddie Ice. Yeah, the Falcons stink. But he just came off of 37 fantasy points. And right now, he's going to be taking on the 32nd defense against the pass. Matty Ice is on pace to throw 700 pass attempts this year. Listen, this game is going to have points galore, and some are going to come from Kev's boy, Kyler Murray, and some are going to come from Matty Ice. Matty Ice, I'm with it. Next up, Adam Thielen taking on the Eagles. The Eagles can't cover a grill. These, these cornerbacks, they're terrible. They are absolutely terrible. Their safeties are great. Their front seven is great. They have a lot of great things going on in Philadelphia, but the one thing they don't have going on is a cornerback. Adam Thielen came, came alive after all the turmoil that Minnesota went through last week, calling out Kirk Cousins, getting the ball down the field. The boy came out with a great game. Adam Thielen this weekend, I'm with it. Christian Thompson. Yeah, I know. The Redskins stink. But guess who else stinks? The Miami Dolphins. And guess who's dead last in the league against the running back position? The Miami Dolphins. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be for the Washington Redskins. Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins. Don't matter because we know who the running back is. Christian Thompson getting receptions, getting rushing yards. Somebody got to win this game. Christian Thompson, I'm with it. Miami Dolphins coming off the bye week, playing the Washington Redskins. Brian Flores had two weeks to prepare for the crap that is the Washington Redskins. Dolphins team, I believe in you. You get a W this weekend. I'm with it. Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky Seals Jones and the Cleveland Brownies taking on 
the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, they got to go up to the 12th man and play the Legion of Doom or the Legion of Boom. Or wait a minute. How long ago was that? Don't matter. (laughs) You want to know what else? Ricky Seals-Jones for the last two years played for the Arizona Cardinals, which means he's played this team plenty of times. And the Seattle Seahawks are the 28th team against the tight end. Only few teams worse than that, y'all. No David Njoku. This offense is slowly starting to get clicking. Ricky Seals-Jones, I'm with it. Next up, Leonard Fournette. Taking on the Saints. The Saints defense has been very, very good over the last few weeks. They've had to actually depend on that defense because they're playing with Teddy Bridgewater, even though he did have a wonderful game this this last Sunday. But I think they stop Leonard Fournette. They stopped the run. Leonard Fournette, I'm against it. This guy, he's been playing real good. Uh, coming off their first win. I've been all about him, Kev. This is my dude. Cortland Sutton taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are ninth against the wide receiver. They shut dudes down. Yeah, Denver got their first win. Fat and happy now. Cortland Sutton, I'm against it. Same team, same side of the ball. Philip Lindsay. Mm. Yes, yes. Taking on the Titans. The Titans have a wonderful defense. They don't let up a lot of points. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Philip Lindsay had a good week this weekend. I think he has a down week coming off of that. Philip Lindsay, I'm against it. I'm going home, Kev. I'm going home. Because you know why? They're all coming back. CJ Mosley's back. Damian Williams is back. And guess what else? Dak Prescott. Going up against the sixth defense against the pass. That's right. My New York Jets. Yeah, I know. The Cowboys had two bad losses in a row. And they're going to come out fighting. But guess what? My Jets ain't been home since week three. They had a bye week in between. The boys are healthy. Stadium's going to be energized. Dak Prescott, I'm against it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not made up. Jets defense. Dallas coming off two losses to the Saints and then to the Green Bay Packers. The Jets are going to have a tough day. Zeke, Dak, and them boys are going to come out planning to win. Jets defense, I'm against it. Not nice. Not nice. <laughs> Delaney Walker. Oh. Delaney Walker taking on the Denver Broncos. I see a tight match. Two good defenses. Denver Broncos, sixth against the tight end this year. Tennessee, they don't know who's catching the ball. One week it's A.J. Brown. One week it's Corey Davis. One week it's some guy we don't know. You know who else it is? It ain't Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker, I'm against it. We'll be back in a minute with who Who is is this guy? guy? You ever sitting in a bar watching the game? Next thing you know, Nick Foles goes down. Gardner Minshew's in the game with his mustache. And your boy turns around with a Miller Light in his hand and he says, Who, who is, is this guy? guy? We are back with who is this guy. All of us has been been somewhere where 
a guy comes out of nowhere, somebody gets hurt in the fantasy league, and this guy comes into the game, and he scores a touchdown, and you're like, where, where did this guy come from? So that's where this segment comes from. Me and Vince always text on Sundays wondering, where did this guy come from? So let's start it off. Who do you got? Brian Pringle. Brian Pringle of the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy on Sunday night, six receptions, 103 yards, one touchdown, 22 fantasy points. Boys from Tampa, Florida, went to Kansas State, and guess what? Undrafted free agent in 2018. Went to Kansas State, stays at the Kansas, now he's with the Kansas City Chiefs, stays in the same location. Brian Pringle came out well. This might be one of the new weapons in the Kansas City offense there. They got a big toolbox. Brian Pringle. Who Who is is this guy? guy? Ryan Izzo from the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots kind of specialize in who is this guy. This is is what they do for a living. But Brian Pringle was a Florida State tight end. He didn't really do much in college, actually. He was on the actual watch list for the best tight end in college, but he didn't wind up doing much with that. Only had 300 yards in college. And then he declared himself in 2018. He was the 250th pick by the New England Patriots in the seventh round. Last night, he had two catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown for the Patriots because that's what they specialize in. Ryan Izzo, who Who is is this guy? guy? And as we get into our next segment, I want to point out, Ryan Izzo is the son of Larry Izzo, the Patriots legend, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. Yeah, so that's probably why they drafted him because uh, that's what they do. They draft, you know... um, Stockroom boys and like the ca- Blue Jays cashiers <laughs> from Aldi's, and they just throw them in the lineup there, and they get touchdowns. So, guys, this is the um, so listeners, this is the segment where we give you guys a little tips and tricks. Anything that we usually go through at this point in the season, uh, we're looking at week six. This is almost a halfway midway point of the fantasy season, as most play thirteen weeks. Yep. Um, so um, this is the part where, uh, you know, you guys might want to think outside the box. Um, one of my uh, tips for you listeners out there is try to look at teams that have a lot of guys on the bye week. Um, and maybe you could work trades out with those teams. Um, you know, they might be right now you got four teams on the on, on the bye week. You got the Bills, the Raiders, the Bears. And there's one other team I can't think of. The Colts. So, Marlon Mack owners, David Montgomery owners, um, Josh Jacob owners. They T.Y. Might, Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. All those quarterbacks, whatever. They might not have the depth available. And sometimes people don't look at their bye weeks. There could be a guy out there or a girl out there that has T.Y. Hilton and Tyreek Williams, and maybe even Allen Robinson. If that's the case, I mean, they're in big-time trouble. Or it could be the tight end and the wide receiver. But this is the time of the year where the bye weeks start catching up to people, and they might be in a real spot where, you know, they don't have anybody that they could start, and they got to go waiver shopping. And if you have someone on your roster that's expendable, whether it be a tight end, wide receiver, quarterback, running back, whatever, those are the teams you want to look for to try to make a deal with to better your roster. And if you have the space if your lineup's already good for this week maybe you could absorb the bye week 
which is you're taking one of those players off of their hands and absorbing that bye week. Um, and sometimes you are you might be able to get the deal a little bit more in your favor because you're giving them a player that they could plug in this week and they don't have to worry about that bye, bye week situation. How do you, you. you feel about that, Kev? I, I hear you. I, I don't know. I don't really look at it that way, but I, I always try to draft for depth, so I, I don't really struggle too much, and I mm-hmm. do pay attention enough. Now, I will sometimes have three players, and I'm just willing to take a chance of trying to win that game with somebody that I don't maybe necessarily want to play, or maybe I have somebody I could pick up off the waivers. So I don't necessarily look at bye weeks that in, in that way, personally. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make it through, but... Actually, this week I am trying to do a little bit of what you're talking about because I'm trying. I want to get a guy who's on his buy. Um, I want to get a guy who's on his buy, and I'm actually looking for T.Y. Hilton right now. Maybe somebody who can give him up. I have some valuable players I want to give up for him. But another thing that I do on Sundays, I look at the waiver wire right before kickoff. I'm talking about 12:30 between 12:30 and one o'clock. I get on there and I'm looking for guys, and I can't believe I missed out on Gerald Everett. How did I didn't think it? Because I'm looking for guys on winning teams, and I'm also looking for guys who have good quarterbacks. Because if you're looking on the waiver wire, only the good quarterbacks are going to be able to get the guy on the waiver wire the ball. There's only so many guys who can spread it to three or four guys and everybody has a decent game or maybe has a chance to score and things like that. So I try to pick them up. And yes, it does put you at the bottom of the waiver wire. But say you hit on that guy that day or maybe somebody got hurt and you pick that guy up. He may have some long term value. You never know. I always try it because I don't really play the waiver that much. So I don't care about my waiver position as Mm -hmm. much. I'd rather play it that way and see what I can get out of it. And that's something that I do randomly on, on the weekends. I think that's such a smart move, and um, that's something that actually Kev just taught me, and that's something that I don't even do, and, and uh, you know, I kind of do it subconsciously, but I'm an active fantasy owner. I'm checking, I, I'm looking at my, I look at, 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 at the waiver wire, the teams. Scoreboard, yeah, I'm watching the scoreboard on, uh, yeah, for everybody else on I'm Sunday. I'm looking once a day, you know, for the most part. There, are, there isn't a day in in fantasy, I, say, I would say the most inactive day is probably Wednesdays, because Tuesday you make your waiver wire ads. Wednesday they're already on your team. Thursday there's a game. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but that's a good one, uh, and it's it's real smart if you think about it because you're actually if you could predict the guy that's going to have the blow up game, you don't need to add anybody on Tuesday. Right. You know, if he ha- if you added Brian Pringle before he had his game, now you already have that value. And if you feel like it's going to hold, you hold the guy. If you don't. Maybe you get rid of them. Maybe somebody buys into the BS. Right, they you know? buy into that big score. Maybe yeah. you can flip them. They go for something point chasing like exactly. So those are just some things that we like to look at. You know, uh, at this point in the season, there's a lot of other things out there. You know that you want to pay attention to. Look ahead. Look ahead for bye weeks. There's something we just said, like looking at adding Robbie Anderson. Yeah, in the next two games, they're really tough. But after that, the schedule opens up. Kevin said the same thing about the Colts. Deshaun Watson and you know when it's just not just one player look at the team and who's who surrounds those players and what the lineups are we're almost there but something for the future and we'll retouch on it again later in the season but this is about the time you want to start looking at your playoff matchups if you're in a good position you're looking at five and oh four and one you know you're in a good spot of course things could go you know there could be catastrophe and your team doesn't make it, whatever. But you want to start looking ahead to week 12 and 13 
and then beyond that, because you're going to start looking at those playoff matchups and what your guys are going to be playing. Now, let's just say you're you're doing good. You're rolling. I got Green Bay Packers. I got Aaron Jones. He's balling out. Well, what happens week 14 in the first round of the playoffs when they play the Chicago Bears and they're shut down defense? What are you going to do then? So trying to have, I'm not saying that, that they actually play the Bears. Right. I'm just using that for an example. So just start looking ahead. We're not there yet because you got to win right now. And the greatest thing, guys, that we have, Kevin and I are almost polar opposites when it comes to fantasy and how he drafts and how I operate during the season. And while Kevin and I disagree, it gives you guys, the listeners, a great way of figuring out what you want to do or picking and choosing of what Kevin does and what Vince does, you know? And just to reiterate, I am a long-term stock. I'm not looking to make too many moves as far as I'm concerned. I'm keeping the team that I drafted for the most part. I purposely leave myself weak, and I purposely make myself strong at another position. And I, where the place where I make myself strong, I want to take that one player and strengthen my weak spot, and I can still stay strong at the spot that I strong. So in some leagues, I drafted four straight running backs in a row and still got Tyler Lockett and Godwin on some on some of these teams. So you have to keep that in mind. Every every single league I was in this year, I have at least three running backs in a row, and that's how I look at it. Now, Vince, what is your give the, give them your general mindset when it comes to fantasy? What are you What are you looking at? I I just want to win the week. I'm not worried about next week. I'm not worried about like you know I, I got to get through the week because sometimes you know my I'm playing a a team that has a better matchup. Yeah, I look long term, but I'm looking to get the the win this week, and then I worry about next week. You know how my matchup is going. So for example, uh, one one of my leagues, I played Russell Wilson, uh, Cooper Cup. The kicker from Seattle. Uh, I was down 70 points going into this week. I'm not saying that I, I wrote it off as a loss, but I'm already like, okay, what I'm going to most likely lose this game. What can I do the next week to bounce back? Because I'm, I'm in that league, I'm in a position where it's almost a lost season. I'm one and four right now. Uh, if, if you get to that sixth loss without, and you don't have, this is if you don't have wins, when you're at that sixth loss, you gotta. That's where you're in complete panic mode because the best you could do at that at that position seven is seven and six. six. And for most fantasy leagues, that might not make it into the playoffs. This particular league, it's a um, there's no divisions. It's one, twelve teams. Top top six make it. Uh, and I'm looking at a one and four record right now. It's not looking good. So if I don't get a win this week. I'm going to be in some serious trouble uh, facing one and five. Now, I've seen teams peel off ten wins in a row in fantasy football, but um, I'm 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 a, I'm a day trader when it comes to fantasy sure. football. I, I'll even I'll pick up a guy this week and plan on moving him two weeks from now. That that's just how I I I, I look at it. I'm really just trying to get by, um, and I'm a guy that when I get to a point where it's bye weeks and stuff like that. Um, I'm already looking at it, so I don't really ever have that issue because I'm I'm well a- ahead of it, and I'm sending out five, six, seven trades a week to ev- everybody. You know, I, I'm trying to you know, and I look, I I constantly look at other people's rosters nonstop. I could tell you your whole team in two different leagues, and that's what I do. I learn, I know other people's rosters better than I know mine, and I know where they're weak and where they're strong. And when they have bad matchups, and when they do dumb stuff like start a player against their own defense. Um, so I'm trying to capitalize on other people's mistakes. 
that's one of uh, my uh, big fantasy maneuvers there. All right. So you want to get into? Yeah. Let's get into the listener league. Can I? I'm gonna start since I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. Kerry, wow. Kerry, wow. I just said it twice on purpose. 151 points. You're looking good out there. DJ Shark, really good start for you. 36 points. Juju showed up for you. And this was another team I looked at. Now, she has Josh Allen on the bench. She has Quinn on the bench. She also has Christian Kirk, who's hurt, but he should be coming back this week. And I even even with his two points, I still like in a 16-team league, Jalen Samuel is a really good bench guy to have in a 16-person league. So your team looks great there. The melted cheese melted cheese heads need. What are we looking at here? We need at least we need twenty four points from Nick Chubb. Actually, twenty five. Well, actually, I take that back. I take that back totally. Actually, I need twenty five points and for Baker Mayfield to have zero for me to win this game. So it looks like the melted cheese says, "Who is me?" is taking his first loss this week. No more four and zero. Not looking that great. How you doing, Rod Tidwell? I uh, started 0-3, and I'm um, starting to climb my way back in there, looking at my second straight win. Um, not really getting my head of myself. I wasn't really happy with my production. Um, this is a 16-team league, so, you know, if you could get close to 100 points, you should be able to get a win. But, uh, you know, I get worried. There's teams out here putting up 175, 127. Dunny money. Yeah, 145, Gosh. 149, you know, um, I'm not going to be able to, to cut it with 92 points. Um, I mean, listen, you play your opponent, you take what you could get and keep it moving. But, uh, you know, I got two wins in a row after starting 0-3. Uh, I'm getting back into the mix of things here, but I'm not happy. Uh, my, You know, my, my running back two is not really performing well. My running back one is not really performing well. So uh, I'm taking what I could get, but I'm just trying to keep keep it moving, man. And, and uh, I got to get this roster better for next week. Um, I'm not really scared about the guy I'm playing. Um, I'm playing a guy that's that's one and four next week uh, in Let's Eat Jensen. Um, he's in the listener league. He says he listens, but I don't believe him. So uh, <laughs> so I could, I could I could definitely rag on him in this one, man. And uh, I think he he got an outlier game where he had Teddy Bridgewater put up a 35 burger. He still caught an L. Uh, I haven't really looked at his roster yet, but I'm going to see if he's got anything coming up where I could exploit. But um, if I could beat him, man, get back to 500, that's going to be major. Uh, there's a couple. There was a close game, if you saw, between Irish Huggers and uh, Walter Abrams prick. <laughs> Walter Abrams pick. Uh, that's... I'm leaving that in, bro. <laughs> I'm leaving that in this podcast. Yeah, I don't want to lose <laughs> listeners, though, man. So, he didn't say it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, All right, man, I'll cut it whatever, out if you don't you want it. it. I don't know. I'll that's, take not a, that's not a curse word, though. No, no. that's a funny... I yeah, think it's leave a it funny in. one. Who cares? Leave it in. <laughs> so, uh, AJ McCuller, uh, my bad if I butchered your name, AJ, my bad, bro. Irish Huggers, 97 to 100. That was a close one, man. Yeah. And uh, I know Sammy Watkins killed my boy Pat in the big boy league. And he and Sammy Watkins, uh, he killed uh, AJ as well as, as he uh, came out the game. And then I don't know what happened, man. It's like I don't even think the guy took the field. I'm actually, I actually get to take on Josiah next week. Josiah, me and Josiah actually argued for a while yesterday about that Dallas game. I, I, was, I was told. I was told. <laughs> Shout out to Josiah, by the way, while we're oh, talking. Four. Yeah, well, not anymore. He got off the schneid, man. Oh, he did he? Put up 149 points, got his first win. 
Um, and let's 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 touch on that real quick because Kevin and I have a constant argument for the last two weeks here about Josiah and Dunny Money here, and maybe you guys could weigh in. And we look for interaction. We haven't got it as much as we'd like yet. But two weeks ago, Josiah made a trade. Okay, he traded Tyreek Hill and um, something else. Uh, Willie Sneed got back uh, Frank Gore, Chris Conley, and Stefan Diggs. Now, we clearly know who won that trade. He traded with Dunny Money. Clearly, Dunny Money won the trade. He got back the better player, and he has the depth already. So uh, to have Tyreek Hill stashed on your bench for two, maybe three, we don't know how long. Um, He's coming back this week. Okay, yeah, so either way, um, Dunny Money clearly won the trade. But, you know, when we spoke about it, it was for Josiah to – to, to build up some wins because he's almost at a point where he's at a lost season. And he, listen, he put up 150 points. That's not just, you know, he didn't barely win. He beat this team, you know, soundly by 13 points here. And uh, Team Little Hart, shout out to Robbie Hartfeld, so he had to put a good squad together. The point I'm making here is um, within two weeks of that trade, he was able to put together a win. And he still left points on his bench. And the week after the trade, he had his highest point total of the season. And then two weeks later, now, again, his highest point total and his first win. Kev disagrees with the trade. And why yeah. is that? Well, the why did, guys, it, why did it not work out for both guys? I am my I'd, lo- I'd love to hear this. Stefan Diggs, seven points. Frank Gore, What did Stefan Diggs get last week? Say that again. What did Stefan Diggs get last week? He lost last week. I understand, but what did he get last week? Uh, let me show you. Yeah, he had his highest. 15. Yeah, yeah, his highest of the season. He lost. Okay, but. but A loser. Uh, but th- there has to be progress. It's he, not digressed. Just, he, 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 like, he digressed. He digressed? He had his highest point total whoa, whoa, of the no, season. No, no, no. I was, I was talking about just Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs had 15 and then had seven they this week. They both had the highest. To- Stephon Diggs had his best game of the season last week. And then Josiah had his best game of the season last None week. None of the guys who actually who he traded for actually helped him win. He could have stuck anybody in there from anywhere oh, he, and so, still won this game. Oh, Will Fuller, stuck Chris Tyreek Carlton, and, 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 and Tom Brady. He could have stuck Tyreek Hill in Yes, there. you keep Tom. No, not no. Tom, you keep him and you take somebody else and you put him in. It doesn't matter. Chris Conley, three points, useless. Eight points from Frank Gore, useless. Now, with the week, the so last two you a question. Weeks, Frank Gore, eight points. Stephon Diggs, seven. What's that add up to? 15. How much did he win by? Oh, he won by 13. Hmm. Okay. He did. Yeah. So if he would have put in Giovanni Bernard, Jason Witten, Chris Conley, Hold which on. is five, five, and four, which he couldn't have done. So my point is he would not have won this game without those two guys. Waiver wire, Washington, 11 oh, points. please. Waiver wire. I'm just telling. Hey. Washington? Who in their right mind would start DeAndre Washington? You never know. Don't you can pick no, him seri- up. Let's serious question. Who in their right mind would start DeAndre Nobody, Washington? Nobody. I would agree against with the that. Chicago Bears. James Washington, eight points. James Washington, who had never had. He, I don't think he has. He has three receptions on the year. Demarius Thomas, eight points. Okay, Demarius is one again. Luke, Trevor Davis, six Luke points. Falk, Kevin. Trevor Davis. Andre Andrew. Tre- not who? Andrew. Who sorry. is this Anthony guy? Anthony Miller from from. From the Chicago Bears. How many points? Six or nine, sorry. Nine. Anthony Miller. 
And Trevor, who is Trevor Davis? Say it again. Who is Trevor Davis? He's actually a receiver for the Packers. I actually picked him up for a week. I saw that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> no, know who he is. I'm I, I, I understand. I disagree. I disagree. Tyreek Hill for that one week, especially for a loss. Now he's one and one. He could have got that win this week without those guys. I don't see how. And he not could, I don't up, see how he could have uh, done that with Demarius uh, uh, Thomas. Tyreek Hill is better than all three Durant, of those players Demar- together. Agreed. But Tyreek Hill isn't playing. And what happens if he doesn't play again this week? Then what? Meanwhile, let's talk about Dunny Money, the other side of it. The guy's still winning without Frank Gore and Stephon Diggs, by the way. Oh, for, and- for Rob, yes. If, if I'm Rob, I, I do my, like, I'll run to my phone as quickly as I possibly can to say yes. I'm talking about from Josiah's point of view, not mm-hmm. from Rob. Rob, it, it, yes, if I'm Rob, it, I'm stealing from you. Why wouldn't I? Okay. For, for you to get one win, if I'm Rob, I'm, I, it's a highway robbery. All right, and it worked out for Rob, and so far it worked out for Josiah. Rob doesn't even need him yet. Yeah, exactly, he gets and in that's there. the point. And he's gonna come. He's gonna destroy the rest of us with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, well, he's putting we'll up see, 175 we'll points you know without I, him. But let me tell you something. You know what I've always noticed about these teams that steamroll through the season? I watch. This has happened to me. I think this is four years in a row. I've seen this before. I've fortunately for me, I've never been this team. I've seen this four years in a row. I had a guy who never played fantasy a day in his life. He started 10 and 1. 10 and 1. Never played fantasy in his life. Last year, you remember our, in the big boy league, the dude, I can't say his name because it's derogatory. Understood. Okay. He started, I think he was 13 and 2. Well, not 13 and 2. Uh, what, how would you end it? 12 and 2, or we played 13 games. Whatever it was, he had double digit wins, he had one loss. I see these teams that steamroll. They steamroll. So you're telling me Stephon, making a trade for Stephon Diggs and Frank Gore is going to help me win a playoff game? I'm Get out of here, man. I'm not. First of all, Josiah was 0-4. He ain't worried about the playoffs you right now. He's trying to get a win. Let, let me te- Actually, Rob here, let me teach you how to steal. Okay. That's okay. basically all that is. And, he's still gonna, hey. and Josiah is still going to be a loser. Rob, Rob you're welcome. Okay. I, I, I agree. Hey, Josiah. You got your first win. You're welcome. Jo- no, Josiah, Sorry. you just got stolen from, and you're still oh. going to be a loser yeah, when Week 12 comes around. Yeah, because you could have. You right. You could have went and grabbed the Marius Thomas, who was going to get the ball thrown to him by. You Luke only Fall. need it for one week. It's okay. one week. So now that he's got his first win, and now he has a, he has a fighting chance. What does he do now? You got Tom Brady dropping 29 points, and you had Kyle Allen with 13. Ship off Tom Brady. He's about to play. The Washington Redskins. You could make do with. I just did the same thing, guys. Okay, Zach so that's my him. point. So now Josiah's got to get wins. Who could he? Who could he trade here? Will Fuller, fifty-four points. That ain't happening again. Let some dummy pick up Will Fuller. Trade Fuller and Brady. Get rid of them. You know why? You need to win this week. That's so. Move those guys. Get it. You can. You can suffice with. Uh, Kyle Allen playing the Buccaneers. It's not the best matchup, but you could get back some depth because yeah, obviously you're still weak at wide receiver. You're not great at running back. So maybe there's a team out there. Find people on the bye weeks. Who has those quarterbacks that are on the bye weeks? Uh, nobody has Jacoby. Well, somebody has Jacoby, but this is a league where I'm trying to think off the top of my head where the teams are weak. Josh Allen, um, Kerry has Josh Allen. Not that she's going to be one that would take that trade. But, you know, we're not going to waste time on where he should go. I understand. The point is, you can move forward. Somebody will be out there point chasing after that. Or you could prepare, like Kevin Dykes, T.Y. Hilton out, uh, D.D. Westbrook in a spot. Uh, Waller out, bye week. 
rookie Seals Jones versus Seattle. One of the worst against a tight end. Fill in immediately. And then I also have another fill in. I'm prepared, ready. Think about that ahead of time, baby. Keep him on your bench. Well, oh, now, I'm also winning think at this about Tyreek Hill getting hurt about, and no, Teddy no, no, Coleman no, 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 getting no, no, hurt no, no, no. ahead of time. Uh, and we're talking about now the guy's one and four now. He's one and four now. Now, I agree. You're talking about you can't. I'm talking about just preparing for a bye week. I, we can't prepare for the His injury. His first I, I'm and second you. round pick got hurt. I, I just said that oh, to you. Oh, okay. I, I said about that to say. you. You can't do anything about that. I, I give I give all of that up to you. I'm just saying, stay prepared. We'll, we will we will agree to disagree. If I am Rob, I take that deal a thousand times in a row because mm-hmm. it's stealing. I agree. Um, who's in, <laughs> That's what it who's is. In, who's in panic mode right now? We, got, we have... Um, <laughs> Pat, first of all, change your name. I'm tired of seeing your last name, okay? Pat, change your name. Put something up there. You know, do something with that. I don't want to see your last name. Pat's about to be one and four. Wifey. This is Walter Abrams' pick. No, I'm look, No, that's Patty. There's two Pats. Oh, oh, Pat, Pat oh. Pat Laurel, Pat Creeshaw. Oh, my bad, okay. Pat's about to be one and four. Your wife is about to be one and four. Luke is about to be one and four. And um, Josiah is going to be up to one and four. And that's an upgrade for you. Sorry, Joe. I don't mean to laugh. But when you're, hey, though, I was only three, dog. You could get it turned it around. Happens. Which one of those? Which one of those are in panic mode? And what kind of advice are you? Uh, you know, what kind of sweet nothings are you whispering into Lisa's ear right now? With her my wife, while record? she'll be one and four, she just made it through her worst bye week, and now she has her two best players back. So now she's going with Mixon. Uh, Mixon will be back. She gets uh, Carry on Johnson whoa, 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 and Galladay back. Time out. Time out. Two best players. On her team, it's on Johnson and so, Kenny Galladay. So, Carryon Johnson's better than Joe Mixon. Say that again? on Johnson's better than Joe Mixon. Yeah, he's performed okay. I just wanted to hear you say it again. That's oh, right. yeah, Joe Mixon. Yeah, he has. he's underperformed with the offensive line they have over there, man. Okay. Definitely underperformed. So, I think she'll just be just fine. I don't think she'll have to do anything. She had her. She she lost her two best players now. Now, all she has to do is a couple fill-ins here and there in a couple spots. I think she'll be all right. And then who else was there? Luke Jensen. His team is in trouble. I think Luke I think Luke is going to finish. He is down and yeah. out. Uh, Josiah is down and out. He ain't going to be able to do much with that. But he does have some really good matchups coming up here against mm-hmm. with Kirk Cousins. So maybe Diggs does show out for him. But uh, I don't know. I think Thielen's going to get more of those than than he will. And then we also have Abrams. Well, he's 2-2. Two and two, even he's though about he's to win it, But he's about to win this game right now. So he's going to be 3-2. and two. Right. So that'll change really for panic. him. Uh, looking at Pat's team, man. He's got some guys there. You know, Cooper, Prescott, and uh, Kamara. They're just not. It's just the rest of his team. He finally got Jared Cook to wake up up with 14 points i benched him in every league so did finally I. after five weeks and the guy finally showed up i i, I knew it was gonna happen so like, i was thinking the i same knew exactly. it was gonna happen he was going up against one of the worst teams against the tight end also we have to keep that in mind yeah um yeah so pat's in trouble here man because he's got adrian peterson he's got all he's got every running back on the washington redskins you have every running back on the worst team in the league come on pat step it up dog uh, I don't really got much else. We just like to keep guys in, in track here. Dunny Money's still ripping through the league. Killing know. us, man. Ian's bounced back with his first L, and he's going to be 4-1. And one. And I'm not your equal, Rob, because me and Rob were talking this week. I was 4-0. and oh. he's, He was hoping into our matchup we would both be 8-0, and oh, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh, My team no. wasn't. That's what he was man. hoping. I didn't think I would be there. I I told him, I'm like, that would be great, but he has depth that I do not have, especially since yeah. he was allowed to steal. So Rob's it makes team, it a whole Rob, lot easier. Rob's team looks scary, man, and this is what you always want from your team, like, for you to have a blowout win, and, and he played at somebody to put up a lot of points. Um, uh, I don't remember who it was. I, I can't look at it. But, you know, you have Phillip Rivers with four and Delaney Walker with two. You know, that's – and you still get the win. 
But let's keep in mind, he had McCaffrey and Jones and Aaron Jones. Right there combined was almost 90-something points. So those two guys right there could have probably beat a lot. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, Lisa, but if Rob just played Aaron Jones and McCaffrey, he would have beat you. (laughs) Of course. So, uh, I mean, it happens. It happened to me before, too. I I think I put up 69 points one week. This is a 16-team league, so the depth is is scarce. Um, Try to keep you guys updated with the Listener League. Thanks again for playing. Um, We appreciate you guys playing and hope you guys like what we're doing here with the Fantasy Frenzy episode of Week 5. We're wrapping it up. I don't got anything else, Kev. I'm no. good, brother, except for Josiah. I'm sorry, man. Your friend led you to like to, yeah, bro. <laughs> to, You're welcome, to get stolen You're from. Welcome, bro. You're right? gonna, that's like win. Josiah. That's like your friend coming to your front door, and yeah. he said he had a key and letting the burglar into the house. Yeah. In Kevin's defense, he would have rather you put Tyreek Hill in the lineup not playing, and you wouldn't have won or just a be single sa- game. Or just be savvy. Or, yeah, go pick up Demarius Thomas with Luke Falk throwing in the ball. Or who did you say? Somebody Davis? Did Oh, Kevin said, Josiah, go pick up Terrell Davis off the waiver wire. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's your boy, Vinny Goombats. You know where to find me, Twitter, Instagram, at Vinny Goombats, V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the first pick pod. Please check out the social media platforms, guys. We're putting up all kinds of stuff, funny things, uh, memes, fantasy information, betting information, uh, breaking news, anything we kind of find funny. It's up there. Kev, where could they find you and where could they listen? In the next fantasy pod, I'm going to present to y'all a trade that Vince thought was a good idea. Oh, you, he's going to have to change his name to to Highway yeah, Thief. please. Highway Thief. Because I called three people after just to confirm. I'm like, I make sure I'm not crazy just to uh-huh. see what other people said. They're like, Highway Thief. But at BiggestBoss76 on Twitter, on Instagram. You can also listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Attic, Google Music. And Apple iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and, you. And you know what's good about that trade that we're going to talk about because we, we're still yet to we're still we're, we are still yet to see because I had sent Brita in that trade mm-hmm. and if Brita balls out tonight he will be the one that will put the ice the the icing on the cake so to say where if she would have accepted that trade and started those players she would have beat me because she, she didn't lose by that much she only lost by fifteen points so right off the rip Robert Woods had seven. I forget who else I put in that trade there. Oh, uh, concussion Jamal Williams? Yeah, well, he wouldn't have done anything. But seven points right there. Well, from, I knew he had a concussion. He wasn't going to play. Yeah, well, that was it. he wasn't. the. And I was getting a guy. I was getting two guys that wouldn't play. So, you know, but we'll, we'll save it. We'll save oh, it. Oh, my listen, God. Listen. That makes me angry. <laughs> there are two best players. Oh. Uh, wait till next week. Wait till I, next I, week. I guess I, I didn't think they were the two best players. <laughs> Is that, is that why you have a season-long bet on Carry-On Johnson? Well, because Carry-On's you, just, different. You don't I don't know about him? Kenny Galladay. I don't Real, know where in the world he's the best Ladies and gentlemen, first pick podcast, come back for this argument. Emmanuel Sanders or I am Kerry black, Galladay? But I am I red right now. I can't say his name. I am black, but I'm red right now. We got to go. Just cut us off, man. We're done. <laughs> I am furious.